the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Addiction. I keep falling. I keep failing. Anybody relate? I keep falling, I keep failing, and, 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 and it's shame family members know, people know, and, and now you gotta carry, you're still carrying this bed. Can I get rid of this bed? Can I get rid of this bed? I've got so much regret. Why am I still carrying my bed? My, it's my reminder, it's my pain, it's my shame. But here's the thing Jesus says is, yeah, yeah, you're still, you, you're still carrying your bed. You're still carrying your bed, but before you met me, the bed was carrying you. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the third and final part of a much-needed, soul-shocking message from Pastor Shane titled, Broken by God, God Breaks You to Make You. James H. Augie once said, The church is a hospital where the brokenhearted may be healed and where all the weary and troubled may find rest and take counsel together. Today, Pastor Shane jolts the believer into the reality of God's everlasting love. There is no condemnation for those who are in Jesus, because God's discipline, though painful, is here to train you to be His warrior for today. Buckle up. Are you ready to be set free? And You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. And so to some of you, also I'd ask the question, what's it going to take to break you? What's it going to take to break you? I've seen Christians being broken by God who are not receptive. And I wonder, what in the world is it going to take you? What's it going to take in our nation to break us? This year is going to have a lot of surprises. I can tell you that much. Are we going to become fearful? and attack our political opposite and think that somebody's going to get in office and save us? At this point, at this point, nobody is coming to save you. Only God. Only God. I love this verse, Isaiah. I dwell. God says, I dwell in the high and holy place with Him who has a contrite and humble spirit. God says, I will dwell with you. I will revive you if you're humble. I will revive the contrite ones. That's an incredible promise. I dwell with those who are humble and broken and contrite. But the arrogant, I what? Push away. Remember that verse I learned when I first came back to the Lord? It just really stood out. Um, I think Ezekiel, 
He said, I will bring back the broken. I will strengthen the sick. I will heal or heal the sick or strengthen those who are weak. But the fat, the proud, the arrogant, I will feed in judgment, thus saith the Lord. And I just highlighted that. I mean, the, the, when it says the fat, the proud, it means a lot of times they're gluttony. Their lascivious living, their partying had turned into this, this hard lifestyle. And God said, I will, I will resist the proud, but give grace to the humble. When God gets us alone through suffering, heartbreak, temptation, disappointment, sickness, or by our desires not coming to pass, my dreams have died. Anybody relate? He absolutely gets us alone. And then we are totally speechless, unable to ask even one question. Then He begins to teach us. Oswald Chambers. And I, I sat for a while and I pondered. I'm like, you know what? He's right. The times I've been really taught by God were not in times of, of prosperity and, and joy and things going great. He teaches us through that affliction Michael Catt, again, from his book, The Power of Desperation, Breakthroughs in Our Brokenness, and I highly recommend it. He said, they sing on Sunday about the cross, and then they live in deception, manipulation, and lies during the week. As a pastor, I see this a lot, and it breaks my heart. What happens on Sunday has very little to do with how they live the rest of their lives until they face a crisis. Isn't that interesting? The lukewarm Christian has to go through some fire to be heated up. As I said before, thank God for young pastors. We need more of them. But the sooner they understand the blessing of brokenness and the power of humility, the better they will be at leading others. And A.W. Tozer said it's doubtful. It's doubtful whether God can bless a man greatly until he has hurt him deeply. The saying also goes, it's doubtful that God can use a man powerfully and mightily until he has hurt him deeply. Because it takes broken people to break people. And it's so important, this, this topic is so important. Then we can say, then we can say, come and hear what God has done for me. I love that verse in Psalm, Psalm 66, 16. Then we can say, hey, come and hear what God has done for me. I want to encourage all of you to be here Wednesday, uh, the 7th of February. It's guest worship and, the, and all the, the people in the choir are graduates of Teen Challenge. And I'm going to give a special message from Psalms, but, but come and hear, come and hear what God has done for me. And that's what you do after God breaks you and humbles you and you come out of that furnace of affliction as fine gold. Then you can tell others, look at what God has done for me. That's why in Christian apologetics, I don't know what to say to my neighbor. I don't know what to say. You don't have to worry about it. Just say, this is what God has done for me. Yeah, well, I don't believe the Bible. I don't know what to tell you. This is what God has done for me. Yeah, but men wrote the Bible. I don't know what to tell you, but this is what God has done for me. I believe in evolution and atheism. Well, where's it got you? Let me tell you what God has done for me. 
I do want to encourage all of you, the making of a man of God or even a woman of God, of course. God often uses a, a limp and a thorn. A limp and a thorn, doesn't He? Remember Jacob, after his name was changed, he said, now you're going to be called Israel. Israel. Don't, and he was wrestling. Richard Andrews sings that song, I'm not going to go until you bless me. A lot of people don't understand, but the, the, the lyrics are powerful because it's talking about wrestling with God. And Jacob says, I'm not going to go until you bless me. He's not talking about Alexis. Get that out. If God said, Shane, you're not going to make much money, but I'm going to bless you, I would take that over any other thing on planet Earth. Would you not? God's going to walk with me, walk and bless you. I'm not going to let go until you bless me. Okay, I'm going to, and now your name has changed to Israel. But, but just so you don't forget, I'm going to do something in your hip joint there. And so he gets up, God bless it, and now he's like, oh. And the family gets home. What happened to you? I don't know about you, but I don't like to explain my limp all the time to you. Why are you broken? Why did this happen in your past? And you, you, the shame and the guilt, anybody dealt with that before? The limp and the thorn? You've got the limp. And then Paul said, a messenger from Satan came against me. He buffeted my flesh. So, I'm glad it doesn't say what it is. Because you can apply it to just about anything. And I prayed, Paul prayed, Lord, take this away. Anybody been praying that before? Lord, take this away. Take this away. Take this away. Three times I pleaded. But God said, I'm not going to take it away. That thorn in your flesh is not going to leave. But my grace is sufficient. So as he has this, this, this thorn in the flesh, Walking around with it, it could be, you know, people say his eyesight, people say struggle with this lust. Who, who knows? I'm glad, can, I'm glad we don't know because, well, that's what Paul, de- Paul dealt with. Glad I don't have to deal with it. You know, I don't have that issue. Don't you like, oh, I'm glad I'm not like that. You have your issues. Be quiet. Who are you trying to fool? That's why we should never judge. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they fell again and went to the liquor store. Well, you can't give up caffeine, nicotine, or food. That addiction's addiction. Now, one has worse consequences, but get off your high horse. And so you walk around with that thorn. Maybe people could see if it was his eyesight or something physical. And you're walking around with that reminder. That's not too spiritual. You throw the limp in there. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Anybody? Well, don't put up your hands, but have you ever been divorced? You like carrying that big D around on your forehead? People remember, oh, I remember, remember, I remember that. Who do you think you are in church? That limp. Remember how you blew it? Remember, remember 10 years ago? You destroyed your life. People see that limp. Maybe you're in a recovery home. It's embarrassing. Where do you work at? I don't right now. I'm looking, and you carry that limp around. That limp hurts. It's painful. 
I'll never forget the first time I met Morgan's dad. Six foot five, ex ex Marine. So what do you do? Um, live with my mom and work construction. What? You live with your mom at thirty one or whatever, and you dig ditches. You know how humbling that was. He didn't act like that, thank God. But inside I'm thinking, just wait. Just wait. God is preparing me. God broke me down to build me up. And I knew I could see the end. I could see the end of where this was going, obviously. But those embarrassing moments, those limps that will not leave, those thorns, they're there for a purpose to keep us humble. So what you're struggling with Pray that God takes it away. I pray because you don't want to keep falling. But also, it's a good reminder of how broken we are. How many of you know that story in John 5 where Jesus goes and He heals that man? He heals him. He's on a bed. And Jesus then, after He healed him, said, take up your bed and go. And He's going with His bed. And the Pharisees say, who healed you? Why are you carrying your bed on the Sabbath? Right, he's got the, he's, he's holding his bed, so I don't know, that could have been a little embarrassing, right? Like, why are you carrying your bed? What, what, what used to be a, a paralytic or what, what happened to you? And so he's carrying around this bed. And I just started to think how we also do something like that divorce. What I just said, it's not what I wanted, people say, but they have to carry around that bed, don't they? That's that reminder. As much as we want to forget about it, we don't want people to know about it. Correct? We don't want people to know about it. We're carrying this around. Abortion. Oh, there's a famous singer now. It was in the news this week. She so regrets ending the lives of her children for fame and fortune. And she's got to carry around that bed. Prodigals. Any parents have kids that aren't living where they need to be living with the Lord. That's painful, isn't it? Very painful. And we say, and I hear it a lot, and I weep with them, I've tried, I tried to be a good parent. I tried to be a good parent. And they're carrying around that bed. This is a hard one. Honestly, I'm being transparent this morning, too much show maybe, but this is a hard one for me because my, I live in a fishbowl. So any little thing my kids do wrong, it's magnified. And then I have to walk around with the same bed. And if you've, if, you, if you've had divorce, abortion, and prodigal, then you're carrying a heavy bed. And life will begin to weigh you down. My health is failing. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I've got financial failure. Anybody had a financial failure? and been embarrassed, you've got to carry that bed around. Part of the story I didn't tell you, 24-hour fitness is in my 20s. I had a custom home in Quartz Hill in my 20s. Six figures back in the 1990s. That's not too bad. And God called me. I just had to let everything go. Stock options, everything go. And it took a while. It took like six months. I went and got apartments. I'm not moving with my mom. Heck no. That's too embarrassing. And then after the savings runs down, guess what? I said, Mom, but don't tell, you don't tell anybody I'm living here. 
And to make money, what I have to do? I had to go grab a shovels and digging bars and dig ditches. I'd, I'd be at people's homes. They'd be like, what are you doing? What? Um, I'm a Christian now. What you used to be, what happened to you carrying that bed? Don't you hate when your sin is seen by all? This man was carrying his bed around. Broken marriage. I don't know what else to do, Shane. I've tried everything. My marriage is broken. And people know it. They see you and they're, where's such and such? And you carry that bed around. They see you carrying that bed around. Addiction. I keep falling. I keep failing. And people see it. Isn't that embarrassing? Come on, let's be real. You get up in the morning like, what did I do? What happened last night? Oh my God. And people are joking. I'm just glad they didn't have social media when I was partying. Golly. Poor kid. Man. It's on film forever. And they keep carrying this bed. My sin is in front of everybody. My failure is in front of everybody. What about regret? Anybody say, I wish I could do things over again? And so I thought, why am I still carrying my bed? People think that. Why am I still carrying my bed? Why do I have these reminders? Why do I have this pain? Why do I have this shame? Can anybody relate? It's like we want to look like Superman and super Christian. I have a, I've straight from, straight from seminary. I've done great. I've, I've no problems. And look at this. My, all five of my kids serve the Lord and they're walking with the fullness of the gospel. And other, I've never, no marriage issues. I don't think we've ever argued. Woo! And we feel that way. It's, it's, why am I carrying, why am I still carrying this? Why are these reminders here? Why is this pain here? Why is this shame here? Anybody have shame over their past life or what they've went through? And Jesus says, yeah, you're still carrying the bed. You're still carrying the bed, but before you met me, the bed was carrying you. Yeah, you're carrying around those things. You're carrying that bed, but before you met me, that bed was carrying you. And we pray, oh God, this morning, take me, break me, and make me. God is the shepherd of the shattered. And I, I think we had up there earlier, Johnny Erickson Tata. Do you know who she is in the wheelchair? She said, God permits what He hates to accomplish what He loves. Let that sink in. God permits what He hates. Something going on in your life. Something breaking you. Something happens. He permits it because He wants to accomplish what He loves. In other words, He wants to help you. He wants to get you through it. He wants to develop you. Matthew 21.44, Jesus said, whoever falls on this stone, meaning Himself, will be broken in a good way. But whoever it falls, it will grind him to powder. So Jesus is saying, calling them to repentance, fall on this stone, fall on me, let it break you, let it humble you. Because when I come back and I judge the world, if this stone has to fall on you, it's going to grind you to powder. You see, we have a choice, no matter what you believe, technically, sociology-wise, or, or what we, 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 we know that God will judge people based on their decision to accept Him or reject Him. So I think we need to rest in Him. I don't know where you're at this evening or this morning, I should say. Rest in Him. Don't run from Him. Run to Him. How many of you run from God? Run back to Him. That is the key. Repent and return. 
repent and return. Too many people think lightly of sin and therefore lightly of their Savior. Don't minimize sin, guys. In a culture now that minimizes sin, we need to put it in its right light. It is disobedience against God. He calls us to repentance. I'm going to leave you with this um, takeaway from John 5. John 5. In John 5, Jesus heals this man. And the man is laying on a bed. And He heals the man. And then He says, okay, take the bed with you. Take this bed and go. So He's walking around with this bed. And the Pharisees see Him and go, why are you carrying a bed on the Sabbath? Like, well, these guys, man, unbelievable. Right? Jesus just heals the guy. And it shows the hardness of the heart. So he's carrying around this bed with him after Jesus healed him. And it kind of reminded me of what I, experienced, what I talked about earlier. Divorce as well. Many of you are still carrying around that bed. It's not what I wanted. I didn't mean to end up here. And it's like you have that limp that will not leave or you have that thorn or you have that you're still carrying your bed. I don't want people to see my bed. Can you relate? I don't want people to, know, to see my shame. I don't want people to know my story. I don't want people to know my past. Especially in, in people say in this area, or what about abortion? I was young. I was young. I don't. I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. But we have to carry that bed. Prodigals. You have prodigals in your family. You try to be a good parent. And isn't it embarrassing sometimes when the kids don't obey? And you have to you have to carry that that bed, and you carry that that shame and, and guilt that you feel, or financial failure. Anybody have financial failure? It's embarrassing, isn't it? You thought you're all that, you're doing great, and then God begins to remove that area of your life, and you have to carry around that bed. Or a broken marriage. So many broken marriages, and people come to church and their spouse isn't with them. And they have to say, Where's your, where's your spouse? Well, we're not, it's not going good right now. The shame, the guilt, they carry that bed. Addiction. I keep falling. I keep failing. Anybody relate? I keep falling. I keep failing. And, 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 and it's shame. Family members know. And people know. And, and now you gotta carry, you're still carrying this bed. Can I get rid of this bed? Can I get rid of this bed? I've got so much regret. Why am I still carrying my bed? My, it's my reminder. It's my pain. It's my shame. But here's the thing Jesus says is, yeah, yeah, you're still, you're still carrying your bed. You're still carrying your bed, but before you met me, the bed was carrying you. Big difference. Big difference. So we need to pray that prayer this morning. Oh God, take me, break me, and make me. The sooner you, the sooner you submit to the refining process, the easier it becomes. Oh, it's just saying, Lord, refine me. That's why David said, create me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. Lord, break me, humble me. And then as a result, he doesn't leave you in that broken state. He fills you with his spirit and then comes tremendous joy and peace. And I, I love that worship song. Out of the ashes, I will arise. There's still ashes, but God begins to repair the breach. He begins to shore in all the damage he begins to rebuild and you come back stronger in the power and presence of God because you know him as healer you know him as deliverer you know him as your strong tower and you can rejoice in that fact 
Oh, God, bless the broken road that led me stake to the cross. I don't know about you, but without that broken road, I might not be looking to the cross. I might not be leaning on the cross. I might not have ever repented. It's in God's love and grace that He breaks us and He humbles us. If you're young and you laugh at this message now, trust me, you will remember it 10 years from now. The mocking tones God will break out of you as well. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.